Good morning, guys. It's May the 2nd, and I have, like, some fun things to tell you guys. Um, We're going to do, like, housekeeping. If you have Spotify, please stream on Spotify um, and follow the podcast. I had a couple of you guys reach out to me this week and tell me that you guys were listeners and that you enjoyed it. And, guys, it means so much to me. It makes my day. Um, I'm always looking for feedback, and I appreciate the support. Remember, I'm just a girl here talking through a phone in Toronto and not knowing if anyone's really listening on the other side. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the nice messages, the DMs. Please keep them coming. Um, And it gives me, I think, encouragement to keep making content because I don't know if someone's listening. I don't know if it's worth it. Sometimes I feel a little weird. Um... And one of you guys suggested, or not even suggested, asked me to make content um, specifically about how to be a sugar baby and how to apply it to your own lives. So 1,010% yes, I can't believe I haven't done that already. And I'm going to try and make this video for this week. So please keep your eyes out, stream, share with your friends. And um, I'm so excited. I have a lot of stuff to tell you guys. And I've been kind of thinking, like, what does it mean to sugar and um, how can we facilitate the process of becoming a sugar baby? And as someone, again, who has been doing this since she was 17 and it's crazy, it's like my lifestyle now. And I think it's probably what I will continue to do. Um, Sugaring for me has bled outside of sugaring. So we're definitely going to have to refer it back to googling because refer back to google because as you guys know sugar for me is trying to date them and hopefully make them marry me so it's a process um i just came back from my weekend trip and i wanted to come on here and kind of talk to you guys about how the relationship is going and how i'm a little bit stuck in my head As you guys know, if you've been listening, I've been going through turmoil and turbulence for the last, like, two months. And time is going by really fast. I'm not realizing that the pain of yesterday was actually four months ago. It still feels like it's recent. And part of that is because we haven't had any real closure. When it comes to him talking about his ex-babies and cheating and being told to wait a year or two... I actually think that this year or two that he told us about is happening a lot faster than we realized. And the tone, guys, oh my goodness, the tone of our relationship has done in 180, but I'm still stuck in my feelings. And I wrote like this long letter um, on Thursday that I was going to give to him. I was just really hurt at night. And I realized the next day that my hurt isn't really the hurt of today, but it's the hurt of three months ago. I'm still kind of stuck in that time where he was constantly doing me dirty that I'm not even able to wake up and smell the roses and realize that he's not really the same person that he was four months ago. So we're approaching eight months on Sunday 
and um this weekend guys it was his birthday and we spent his birthday together despite him telling me that he wasn't going to see me he said he was going to go high but we ended up spending like a long weekend together i went to see him thursday and he brought me back sunday night sunday evening a little earlier than what we usually do usually we spend sunday night together and i come back monday morning but i find that um I'm feeling better. I'm feeling a little bit more confident. The biggest problem for me, and I totally despise being in this place where I constantly felt like if he wasn't with me, then he was cheating on me, which in turn was making me clingy. And I reflect back and know that I don't have to be with someone 24-7 in order to have a relationship with them or trust that they're not cheating on me. And it's unfortunate because it's like, you know he's doing it, but you don't know when. And yeah, so the biggest indication for me that we are, I guess, moving into a better place is the amount of time that he's been spending with me. And I've talked a little bit about this before, being insecure. I'm so insecure in my relationship that sometimes I'm like, not even sometimes, all the time, I kind of question, like, why would he want to be with me? What's stopping him from being with 20 other girls, whatever? Really nothing. I still feel the same way, but it's just, I guess, interesting to see the way that things are progressing, the way that things are moving between us. Um, And I'm always looking for that reassurance. So... I want to, again, talk about how this weekend went. We went to Windsor to go see some of his cars. Guys, he had like 13 cars in this garage. Unfortunately, he counted it for me. And um, it was really, it was cool. They were old cars, of course. And it was like a little road trip for us. And again, another bonding experience. He's so sweet this weekend guys i'm not gonna lie felt a little bit off at times we had moments where we were like super vibing and great and there were also moments where i felt a bit out of place a bit like things were not taking steps backwards as they once were i feel like we're constantly moving forward just sometimes i feel like it's more of a standstill um i he kind of when you spend so much time with someone they kind of get annoying um I wanted to bring up some things that were happening like specific occurrences that were happening this week but um going to see his cars in the garage cool um one of the things that I talked about with my friend is like sugaring is so exciting and i would recommend i think any girl who doesn't have a sugar face is not smart and i think i think sugaring although can be controversial i think especially from a young age controversial for sure at a young age but i think it's like it's a good it's really cool experience when we talk about mentorship and the things that we highlight about sugaring which although is really just the sexual transaction at its heart it comes with so much more than that so many more layers the experiences the knowledge i know things that i never otherwise would have known in a million years and i've had experiences that i never would have otherwise sought out and things that i know and things that i've done i know that even in a global pandemic i'm still 
having fun because I sugar. Um, and I'm still being able to have a life throughout a global pandemic. I'm still safe, guys, for sure. Don't come at me for that. I'm just drinking my morning tea, guys. Um, I'm so excited to come and talk to you guys. I made my tea and I'm here. Sitting and talking with you guys. Um, so for sure, I would recommend sugaring to anyone, especially if you're old enough legally. Um, I'd probably say like 20, 21, 22 um, is the right age for sugaring, like probably. Um, you will still want to be young enough where you're hot, but not too old. Where, Well, actually, no, older people can still sugar. I can totally scratch that. You can still sugar no matter what age you are. But I think you're going to reap the most benefits out of it if you're young. Grr. And right now, we're at 19. Have this. Oh my god, guys, I'm 20 in two days. But at 19, I still have this fear of getting old, which is unfortunate because it's inevitable. Um, and I'm probably going to look back at this one day and just laugh. So that's kind of like, I think it's just great experiences. I went on a plane for crying out loud. We were going to take the plane down and he had to do this drop off thing, drop off pickup thing on our way to Windsor. So we didn't end up flying. But nevertheless, still good bonding experiences that we get to have and share together. Um, so one of the things that I'm going to talk about, like this knowledge of things that you otherwise wouldn't know, I want to talk about suicide doors, which were these old, well, the way that they used to make car doors in the nineties, wait, no, I lied, not nineties in the thirties. And the handle is on the opposite end of a car. So you know how you guys You know how you open the car door? Just Google it, please. Suicide doors. So when we got to the shop and I see these cars with their handles on the side, on the opposite side, I got so excited. I'm like, oh my God, are those suicide doors? And like no other 19 year old girl, normal 19 year old girl my age would ever be excited to see car handles on the opposite side. But again it's just the experiences and the knowledge that you get what I really need to start doing is applying it into my life and oh my god guys we have so much more to talk about I'm getting ahead of myself so um we went to Windsor and the trip itself was it was okay it was good I'm sad we only spent one night there something too that is part of the relationship is that he sorry it's windy i hope you guys can still hear me is that our relationship is always revolves around work yes guys work and it's getting frustrating i think maybe that's where i'm talking about the standstill point in our relationship i'm getting a little bit frustrated that i really feel like work is always squeezing me out and not even in the way where it's like okay he has to do xyz it feels like unless it's work i get zero time zero or or for being intimate which is unfortunate because now i feel like it's forced me to kind of take it out this kind of over sexualization of myself 
because I feel like that's the only way I get the time of day. And unfortunately, as a very clingy person um, with attachment issues, it really changes, I think, the tone or dynamic of the relationship. So, I was a little disappointed with that. I was a little annoyed with that. And I just make notes to myself. The worst thing for me is being rejected. And I'm going to describe to you one of the problems that I realized throughout this weekend is that it's like it's a weird give and take when it comes to giving him attention right and doing my own thing and it recalls these issues that we used to have in a relationship where he kind of he used to be the same way prioritizing like working and it's not even like he prioritizes just working it's like there's this overall tone in him that's like refuses to spend a minute with me and I think it's because I've been a little bit more clingy and so I think he's just kind of wants his breather um and I think that has to do with the fact that I was on my period this week but at one point probably five months ago in a relationship he would get upset if I didn't come and spend time with him if I didn't come jump on him as he says if he and the reason why I stopped at that point was because I noticed every time I'd come around he'd be kind of on his phone kind of looking a little secretive on his phone and um kind of like sometimes he'd get up and change couches sometimes I noticed he wouldn't come to the same couch that I was on and I'm like why do I even need to be here so naturally after a while I started avoiding him and I wouldn't I would just give him the space why do I have to come and get rejected in order to know and give you the space so I just stopped and we had a conversation about it and I don't think we had a problem after that. That was on our anniversary. I think he realized that he was also contributing to the problem. And he got a, he got better. And um, I was able to come. But I noticed it again in him this weekend. Yes, 1,000%. I noticed it again in him this weekend. Where it was like I'd come and he'd change couches he'd go into the single couch and i'm like why do i need to stay here for that another thing he does is jumping up in the morning and like leaving like going to a different and going into the atrium which he usually does and i follow him and i come and i cuddle him whatever and he's like it's okay but i did it again this weekend and he moved to the single couch i'm like okay why and i think he did that twice this weekend so i'm like why do i need to be here um, so what I do now, guys, which I enjoy, really I do, I take the mornings because really when we go there on, when we go to the cottage on the weekend, it's to go cut trees. So we wake up 7.30. I don't understand why. And it's not even like too hard to wake up early for me um, when I'm with him. So naturally too if he gets out of bed I can't fall asleep either I hate it I'm so clingy um so what I've been doing is um if he doesn't really want to give me the time of day if he doesn't want to give me the attention I go and I do my own thing which is I go and smoke upstairs 
Um, I call my friends, maybe. Sometimes I try and record a podcast. It usually doesn't end up working out because I'm high and I start rambling. And um, I do my own thing for a bit. Snapchat, answer text messages, whatever. And then sometimes I get worried. I'm like, oh my goodness, he's probably waiting for me. I'm taking too long. And guys, it'll be 12 o'clock. By the time I'm done, I'll go downstairs shower while i'm high which is a really cool i think feeling and i'm just all of my thoughts and i really enjoy that routine so i think i'm going to make like a bigger habit out of it um and the shower is all cool it's super trippy um and yeah so then I'll get ready and I'll take my time. Normally, guys, if I'm at home, my getting ready time, if I'm really going out the door and going somewhere, like, I'll take two minutes. Sometimes I just, I don't even brush my hair. <laughs> it's not even a cute flex, but, like, the difference is, is that when I'm there, I'll, like, take time to, like, get ready and brush my hair. Maybe I never wear makeup, too, guys, if I'm not wearing, if I'm not doing the full shebang thing, like if I'm not caking and contouring and highlighting my face and putting on two pounds of layer, um, two pounds of makeup, I never, probably more, let's say 10 pounds of makeup. If I'm not doing that, then I don't even do light makeup. But here I'm like, okay, let's do a little light makeup. Let's get a little bit creative. So that's definitely what I'd be up to. And then I'll finish everything and I'll come back and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, it'll be 12 o'clock, guys. Keeping in mind that we woke up at 7. I'll be like, oh my goodness, he's probably mad at me. I'm so late. And then I come and he's like still on the couch, like sleeping or just waking up, whatever. So that's, I guess, now my new routine um, and making a point of it. So we, I think what I really need to do is pull back a little bit. And he responds best to pulling back. One thing that I also have to yell at myself for is that I'm constantly trying to, like, diss him. Diss him as in I'm trying to say, oh, I'm talking to other guys. Trying to make a point out of it. If he asks me, I'll be like, oh, he's calling me. One time, well, not even one time. I'm really upset with how I kind of, we had a deeper conversation this weekend. A little bit deep. Not too deep. But I brought up all these concerns that I was telling you guys about. Like how he's moving away from the couch. How he's doing his secret texting. And I kind of said to him, I said, who are you texting? And... Now, guys, it took me a while to say it because of how he's been in the past. Remember, I'm thinking like seven months ago when I first saw him text texting his phone. And I was like, who is that? And he gave me this big fight about how I shouldn't be looking at his phone and whatever. And ever since that day, I'm too afraid, still too afraid to like really look at his phone. And um, today I've said it. Which isn't really when I wanted to say it because I've seen worse texts in his phone. Like I've seen when he's actually been texting the bitches and I I haven't really been able to say anything. Now he goes through I told him, I said we were he was in the tub and I was sitting there and he's kinda like giving me a hard time and I was like, Okay, so well, not giving me a hard time, but he's asking me what's wrong, and I was like, okay, so, actually, let me, let me rewind, I saw his phone out, 
while we were in the bathroom and I I don't want to sit, give myself away in case he one day sees this listens to this podcast which I think is very unlikely but I've been I'm going to just con- say I've been trying to make a point of seeing his phone who wouldn't guys that phone is like a black book I'd love I'm like thinking the things I would do to be able to look at that phone for five minutes and I've had I'd say some very slight opportunities I'm too scared and I'm not that kind of girl who likes to go through someone's phone actually I definitely am I have in the past but with him I'm just I'm very scared to do it and I think it's like a big betray of trust. So anyways, I brought it up to him as he was in the shot in the tub. And I said, like, I said, um, why? What's with all this secretive texting? I said something like that. Like, who are you even texting? And he ends up showing me not really very controlled. He'd click on the names and then show me the text conversations. And he told me he was texting the landscaping guy. He's very sweet about it. That's one thing. I really appreciate about him is that he's really sweet and guys can we just can we just a round of applause for the way that he has transitioned with how he kind of handles talking to me about like relationship affairs in fact he even said when I brought it up and I was like he's asked me what's wrong and I'm like nothing nothing he said he said communication is an important part of a relationship like oh so we in a relationship now but my own word, I swear he's just feeding them back to me. But, um, sorry guys about that. But can we, like, round of applause for how he's, like, handling these situations. At one point, guys, it was literally, you're not my girlfriend. Um, it's none of your business. <laughs> Um, telling me that we met off the website, that it doesn't matter what he's doing. And he's fully, like, allowed me to ask questions, not feel bad about asking questions, answering my questions, giving me security. I'm just, like, amazed at it. Like, wow. So when I opened this podcast by saying I'm still stuck in four months ago, he has changed, I think, his attitude. But... It's interesting because I've always been the one receiving the hurt. So it's easy for him to move on and be in this place where, okay, maybe he wants me to be like his girlfriend. I'm still stuck in my head with the hurt of the time when you were constantly cheating on me. And I still don't know what the update is on that. But I can see that he's making an effort. I can, like, he spent Thursday to Sunday with me, which I think is alarming because in the past guys in our relationship when he wasn't spending those Fridays with me and like literally the last eight weeks we spent every Friday Saturday Sunday together and then it just it shows me like oh so you really were talking to other girls when you weren't spending Fridays with me so yeah Being in this place where I can see that our relationship is progressing and whatever, it's really given me like a peace of mind on like a normal day when I'm at home. I know I'm not going to be stressed out about what he's doing. In fact, now I'm more worried about what am I going to be doing. 
now I'm more focused on myself again and not really I think caring as much as if he's cheating on me or, or not at one point guys I'm like I'm sitting here and I'm still so amazed by the way it used to overly consume me the fact that I was being cheated on and probably if I still was being cheated on I'd still feel the same way but it used to really haunt me and really like I'd feel so shady I'd have anxiety attacks panic attacks one time walking in the park just thinking about it I couldn't breathe I I almost like it was just so intense for me and being where I am now I'm very grateful that he has decided to make I guess that transition for me and switch us into more of a relationship so guys it is possible I think and I've been practicing my manifestations and trying to stay positive but really I know just based on seeing him as much as I do I know that he's making the effort for me one thing that we talk about with men is that they're always saying and they're never doing which i think i've experienced my whole life which it's so refreshing being in i guess a quote-unquote healthy relationship with someone where he for the first time ever is doing more than he's saying for sure he's showing me that he's making the effort he's not telling me as most guys do even this weekend guys I think me and him needed, like, a little breather break from each other. Um, Again, I was being a little clingy, and he, I guess, was being annoying. I wanted to tell you guys, like, he was pissing me off a little bit this weekend. Um, As they do, as these guys will, because it's inevitable. If you're spending so much time with someone, they're going to have a few things that you don't like. And I think he got back into this. It kind of gave me like early relationship vibes where he used to be a little bit more naggy and annoying. Um, one thing he does and one thing I also do is if he says anything that he doesn't like about me, which is weird to say, it's hard to say, I'm saying it wrong. But if he tells me, oh, I don't like when you jump when you walk like i would immediately stop jumping when i walk so and i i bet he notices it if he tells me anything he doesn't like about me like i naturally guys naturally change it and i make an effort to change it so and it's something it's uncontrollable for me and i think sometimes they're easy enough things they're small enough things where i'm like okay if you want me to do that i'll make an effort like last time it was i wish you were doing more things with me i wish you're more quote-unquote ambitious and so of course next weekend i'm out there fucking cutting trees and I think, guys, once we started cutting trees together, that opened a new door for a relationship. Something that I talked to, talked about with my mother is that doing more of the things that he wanted to do, I think, allowed him to see me in a different way than he probably sees those other girls. And also makes him want to spend more time with me because he's getting, quote-unquote, free labor out of me at the same free labor and his sexual desires met all at the same all at the same time for a man who loves to work what more could you ask for so really that was that was the that was the cherry on top for him and now i'm cutting trees every weekend so if you're wondering where i am on the weekends i'm cutting trees wishing i was anywhere else but it's fine 
Um, so one of the things he said this weekend was he told me sometimes I think he just talks to talk and he kind of goes on a little bit too much for my liking but told me that I wasn't taking care of him anymore because he has these feet problems that I've probably discussed very briefly before my super correct feet I think and um I used to take the time, the initiative to like buy feet stuff and like do them for him. But guys, was he still cheating on me even when I was doing all of that? Yes. So why the f- I I stopped doing it. I stopped putting in the effort. Why would I do the effort when these girls probably aren't putting in as much effort as me and they're still getting their time and money? So that was a big thing for me and he doesn't even acknowledge that the way he when he does things himself like it changes when he does things outside of me that affect me like they change my whole mood about him they change my whole perspective on him so and then i didn't i didn't really want to why should i why should i be taking the initiative but anyways he said that to me and i made a point of taking care of taking care of his feet like the day after so again we're taking i guess these strides in the right direction and he told me thank you one thing guys that he always does is and it's great is that he gives me oh my grandmother might be coming he tells me thank you oh my goodness do you guys I don't know if you guys are in healthy relationships or not because this is like a new experience for me but to have a man always saying thank you and showing me appreciation every time I do something which I wish I probably should be reciprocating back at the same level he just I don't know if he does more stuff for me than I do for him but the stuff I do for him I'd say is normally more like more sentimental more emotional based more like feelings and whatever um taking care of his feet like he wouldn't do that for me actually i wouldn't know some things he does do for me which are really sweet and i feel like we both have our areas in the relationship i didn't even talk to you guys about this last week when me and him got into like this fight over chipotle because he got me a a, a, a burrito without any meat in it because i forgot to text which meat i wanted which i think is debatable he could have given me a call so anyways he ends up buying me this burrito without any meat in it and i got annoyed because i'm like when have i ever (laughs) when have i ever said that i don't eat meat so then he proceeds to say that i've never bought him dinner which i felt like he said in eight months i haven't bought him dinner and i think um I think is debatable because even if I haven't done that, I've done many other things for you. Do you guys get my point? Like, me and you work better, or me and you are great, nicer to each other in like different areas, which I think is normal in a relationship, right? And why should I? So I, I can understand the principle of it. I still, till this day, have not bought him dinner. I did buy him tea. And it was his birthday. I did a lot of nice stuff for him. I probably should have still bought dinner, but he, we ordered from the restaurant, so I can even buy dinner if I wanted to. So, um, yeah, I took initiative elsewhere. 
um i got him for his birthday some binoculars they were like 203 bucks very fancy binoculars like night vision take camera um take pictures and photos and videos and he was pretty excited for that um i think he's really gonna love it they're like digital and what else have i gotten for him i got him I did these open when cards really well I didn't have enough time to really do them properly because instead of picking me up Friday he picked me up Thursday or I went to him Thursday and it like cut my time into like four like I only had a quarter of the time that I was supposed to really spend and dedicate onto this thing in fact I had to while we were there in the hotel I had to be in the washroom like making his gift so it wasn't really as great as I'd like it to have been. I'm very upset by that. It wasn't like a great fancy gift. So the idea behind it was there. Really, I tried to fill it up with photos and memories. And um, we didn't have too many together. But I, th- it was still like a, a nice gift for him. And he's going to open it and see our pictures, whatever. And I think probably give him a laugh. And it'll like keep him remembering me for like weeks to come. And it was really like, guys, I had the greatest ideas for it. It was like the open one box, right? Um, The box itself was very beautiful. I had three pictures of us up there. It looked so cute and um it was gonna have letters in it i i really didn't manage to get a single really long letter in there i was upset so i had a gift card i had two gift cards in there um mostly photos of us together and a couple one or two letters like longer letters but yeah um overall guys it was an okay weekend it definitely had its ups and downs and it had its sad parts and peaks and whatever um i'm not focused on it really i'm not this week this week i'm not waiting for his call one thing i've talked about before is like definitely having my own life in spite of the fact that I'm concerned he might be cheating on me. And sometimes I will give him the go-ahead, go fucking do whatever you want. If I say I'm busy, then I'm, I guess, exposing myself or allowing him to hang out with someone else. So I have plans this weekend. It's my birthday tomorrow. Oh my god. And, oh my god, it's my birthday tomorrow. Um, it's my birthday tomorrow. I'm turning 20. Oh, gee. So really, guys, that's how our weekend went. That's how our overall relationship is progressing. I think it's getting better. I'm do having these periods where I'm like, I'm bored. I'm bored in the relationship. Things are kind of going well. I'm tired. I miss the chase. I miss the feelings. But at the same time, I don't miss the depression that I was in. So I'm grateful that we can be in, I guess, a better place right now. Um, Really, like, that's all there is to talk about when it comes to him. I do have those other guys that I'm talking to, entertaining. I have my crazy ex on the side that 
he requires so much attention. One thing, guys, that I did also want to talk about were... Not really. I'm not going to really talk about it now. But I do have that podcast to record for you guys about, like, the relationship. I mean, sorry, no. Advice for you guys on how to do sugaring. And I think we. I want to maybe try and find a way to make a more hands-on approach for you guys. Definitely more general content coming along soon. Um, guys, like, you have been part of this relationship. Like... I started this podcast before I even met my current boyfriend. Like, this podcast has been up for probably 10 or or 9 months. And I've, I'm hitting 8 months in my relationship. This, the end of this week. So, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, another thing I did for my boyfriend's birthday was I ordered him Starbucks in the morning. And he i think really loves it he's so sweet like i've never been in a relationship where like the thank yous that he tells me like the appreciation he shows me whenever i do anything he always makes a point to saying thank you and i probably have that problem where i do the opposite i'm very appreciative i'm grateful i just find it hard sometimes to be like oh thank you which is stupid it's just sometimes I'm just I think I'm more like social anxiety kind of person like there's a lot of things that I'll think and not say and thank you is probably one of them it's it's not just one thing I'm doing it's like it's like a whole fucking whole chain of other things I'm not saying to him so yeah that's where this relationship is right now um today is Monday I really need to get an Instagram photo for my birthday I don't know if I don't know what I'm going to be up to for the rest of the day today. I did say I had to get an Instagram photo, but I don't like to take pictures at home. There's not a really, like, nice background um, and whatever. Um, I'm going to see if I can start recording. I'm going to do part one, probably, of how to become a sugar baby, and we'll see how it progresses from there. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I guess today's update may be not as juicy as the last ones. Oh my god. One last comment I had to tell you guys. Because a lot of the times I'd be mad and it's only in my head. I think I'm so used to being disappointed and let down by him. One thing that I usually marked for to see if he was cheating on me was the bed. Which is really unfortunate for me, guys, because the day that bed, I, I noticed. So the gold room, remember where we found the Bailey's bottle um, and the one that had the makeup on? The, oh, my God. I stayed away from that room for a couple of weeks. Not for a couple, for weeks. And then he wanted me to sleep in there that one night. And it was just, that was my lowest point. I came on here and I told you guys, I woke up, I looked in the mirror, and some girl's red glitter was on my face. And that was, that was like a new low for me. But I'm confident that things went up from there. I finally hit the breaking point. Not to say, like, we never know with him. He's very, he's very volatile. He's like a roller coaster. But, um, since that night, guys, as far as I've been kind of keeping track that bed has not been used 
And the thing that I realized is that he, I think, sleeps with other girls in that bed. So when he sleeps alone, he sleeps in our bed. And when he sleeps with me, he sleeps in our bed again. So we don't know how long, but it doesn't look like there's been another girl in there for a bit, at least not sleeping. And when I went in there this weekend, kind of expecting that the bed would be remade because I didn't see him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I saw him Thursday to Sunday. I kind of got hostile towards him because I was thinking or expecting that the bed was going to be different and I didn't want to let myself down. So not having expectations, kind of expecting the worst, which is really going to be a problem. At one time, I used to love coming to that cottage and then I realized, oh, he brings like everyone there, all these girls there. And then it it kind of wasn't really as fun or as exciting knowing that like another girl's been here probably the night before it's still not a fucking great feeling um the cottage is almost done i don't know if i'd say almost almost but probably like i could say expecting like maybe september it'll be finished and people will be in there and i don't know what that means for a relationship but i'm expecting a completely different dynamic when it comes to us dating i'm scared i like it's reason to be worried right now all the rooms are open doors are unlocked i can go in wherever and soon soon guys when the doors are locked it's really i think it, like he's telling me he's going to be locking the doors soon and it's kind of, I think, worrisome for myself because now it's like, now I can go in that room and I can see if there's makeup on the pillow and I can see if the sheets have been changed. Now it's like I'm not going to be able to know. I'm not going to be able to see. And I don't trust him. I told him that this weekend. I said, I don't trust you. And he was telling me, like, you get ready. He's like, get ready because soon the rooms are going to be starting to get, like, locked off. And I thought of this, okay, maybe it's a positive. Maybe if people are renting out the other rooms, he's not going to be sleeping with other people in there. But I think it just means I won't be able to know. And I'm tired. I hate not knowing. So you guys know, like, the way the relationship plan, the, the, the plan that we had was to wait until we had these months together this time together this kind of credit this proof of love and then make some big demands like i'm still thinking that if i wait maybe another year if we're still together i can tell him to marry me or i'm leaving is that weird to say is that bad but really that's the plan That's really the plan, because I don't know if he's going to do it any other way. Um, so, kind of making these ultimatums, but waiting until, like, we have the proof that we're here for the long term. Um, is it weird to have, like, a genuine concern of your boyfriend dying? He's got this little lump on his back. I don't know what the fuck it means. I told him to go get it checked out. 
But, yeah, that's how our relationship has been moving. It's good. It's not perfect. Um, and my, I brought up this thing about the end because I'm thinking, where, what does that mean for us? Is that relationship really, I'm wondering, I'm scared about myself because right now the way that our relationship is set up is I'm enjoying it because we're in this really big house and I have all these rooms I'm allowed to go into and exploring and adventures and um, really so I don't know am I going to lose my interest is he going to be as perfect as I think he is when he doesn't have the things to prove that he's worthy um I hate that he's making it into an inn like why would you not just stay there and live there enjoy your last moments there whatever so it's a, going to be a completely different relationship, to say the least, once he starts renting that off. Like, where are we going to stay? Is he going to make his house pretty? Am I, like, where am I fitting in? Is that? I felt like the end of the inn would signify kind of the beginning of a relationship between me and him. And him being able to commit a little bit more to me. So, I don't know. It's good. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Have a great day. And keep your eye out for the new podcast that's coming out soon.